You're listening to Divine Downloads, a fifth dimensional resource and podcast for those who feel called to help create the new earth. With me, your host, Angel Quintana, where we'll explore topics to help expand your consciousness, assist in your ascension, and elevate the way you navigate through your life path. I'll share with you my musings with the Akashic Records, my intuitive hits, and information shared by my guides. Let's begin. Welcome everybody back to Creating the New Earth. We are on part six of this eight part class. And I hope that you guys have been getting lots of value out of this. I appreciate all of your comments, your five-star reviews on my podcast and on my YouTube channel means so much. The questions, I've been doing my best to get back to any of the questions that are in that comment section. Uh, So feel free to leave a comment, uh, question, anything like that. That way I can always try to clarify maybe in the next couple episodes as well. So today is we're kind of taking this turning point together. So for the next three episodes until we finish out the actual course. Okay. So part six, part seven, and part eight is really going to be about your purpose. And so before we get into the whole presentation of what we're covering today, which is about understanding your part in the creation of the new earth and how to get started, I want to just converse for a moment about purpose, because I feel like there is a lot of maybe questions or gray area around what a purpose is. And the way that I've come to learn my purpose was that I didn't go out looking for it. And I feel like as everybody's kind of feeling the shift into this higher level of density of consciousness, we are feeling the energies change on this planet, we want to help. And so we're out there searching for our purpose, or we're looking towards healers and readers and people that have some insights to help us understand what our purpose is. But before we get started, I just want you guys to know that your purpose will find you. You don't actually have to go searching for it. It will be the thing that is or that you're probably already doing to some degree. Uh, I know finding clarity and how to take that next step which we're going to learn in the next couple episodes, because I am going to be introducing you guys to my methodology, which is called Life Path Astrology. But I just wanted to make that kind of known before we get into today's topic, because it's one of those things that your purpose is not outside of you. It cannot be discovered. It is felt. It is understood. It's an inner knowing. And that inner knowing comes from your connection to your higher self. Remember, I think it was in episode number one when we talked about the higher self and the soul being a a small smidget of that higher self. And so we are here in this physical body, which is really still just energy. And we are here wanting to make a difference. Otherwise, we wouldn't be watching a class like this or listening to this episode on my podcast. So I just wanted to kind of preface that before we get into today's lecture. All right. So let me go ahead and pull up my presentation and we will get started. All right. 
Okay, so this is divine downloads. Uh, every week I teach new earth teaching. So even when this course is over, I will begin another one. So be sure that you have subscribed. I do have my podcast on iTunes, Pandora, and on Spotify. I also repurpose the videos on my YouTube channel and on the Holistic Fashionista blog. Okay, so this is what we've covered so far in this course. What is the new earth and why it's being created? who will be affected during the transition and what the integration process is. We've also covered how to break down old paradigms from the old earth to uncover its lessons. We went into the fundamentals of the third, fourth and fifth dimensional consciousness. And last week we discovered how the new earth will shape a new, uh, new society and raise the consciousness of the planet. So as we get started on day number six, it's class number six in this course, we're going to be going deep into understanding your part in the creation of the new earth and how to get started. So this is going to be um, some very insightful information over the next couple of classes. So if you guys resonate with what we're going to be talking about today, I do hope that you'll come back and watch class seven and class eight. All right. So for those of you guys who are brand new to Holistic Fashionista, you're like, what is this course? Who is this lady? <laughs> uh, my name is Angel. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and we are a community-based platform uh, supporting those who feel called to help create the new earth, hence why I've created this class. I'm a practicing astrologer of nearly 30 years. I'm a 5D activist, helping others to discover their soul's brilliance and serve mankind. So this course is all about raising our consciousness, because in order to be a part of the new earth, that's exactly what we have to do. So we're going to get into today's class. So this is what we're covering, understanding your part in the creation of the new earth and how to get started. So in this class, I'm going to be discussing how to understand or really the mechanics of the universe as it pertains to wavelength. So we've talked about frequency. So every frequency has a wavelength. We're gonna discover the actual metric of what the universe's wavelength is and what that means to you. We're gonna also go into the story of hierarchy, which I've talked a little bit about in previous episodes, but we're gonna go into it further today because it's very important to understand where you fall in that hierarchy. And then finally, this is going to be an introduction to the Merkaba. So a lot of you guys have heard of the aura. Well, the Merkaba is going to take it to the next level. And I'll share with you a, a little exercise that you can do that will help you get in tune to receiving the download of what your purpose is. All right, so we're gonna get into the main points, which is consciousness metrics, okay? So we're gonna talk about something pretty, I guess scientific or uh, that we're gonna talk about today from a fella's book that I've been reading by the name of, uh, well, his name is Dunlavo, but we'll get into that a little bit later. We're gonna talk a little bit about sacred geometry and of course, your purpose. All right. So get ready for a wild ride into the fifth dimension as we create the new earth together as a collective. So grab your pen and notebook and let's get started. Okay, so the first point here, and this is my pal, Drunvalo Meljazek, Meljanek, hopefully I'm saying this correctly, but this is about understanding the universe's wavelength. And he says, if you were to change the wavelength 
of your consciousness to a wavelength that differs, that is different than the universe's, you would disappear and then reappear in a universe in which you are tuned. I'm going to read that again because it's very deep. If you were to change the wavelength of your consciousness to a wavelength different than the universe's, you would disappear. Your body would literally vanish and reappear in one in which you are tuned. So let's talk about this for a second. What does this mean? It means that our universe, and I'm just going to have it pertain to the planet Earth for today. In this planet, there is a frequency and that frequency has a wavelength, okay? So if you imagine what a frequency looks like, okay? It's up and down, it's like a roller coaster ride, right? Well, when somebody has, let's say, low energy or they are low vibration, their wavelength is really long, okay? So that, that, that dimension, if we were gonna measure or that measurement of the wavelength. So imagine a, a roller coaster going up and down, up and down, up and down. The wavelength is on the ride up, there's a measurement, and on the ride down, there's a measurement. And generally, the, what goes up goes down, and usually those are the same, okay? So we're gonna go up and down, up and down. So the universe, or the planet, because the planet is also a conscious being, also has a frequency. And according to Dunvalo, it's the measurement is 7.23 centimeters. Okay, so we're gonna be doing a little exercise here. Okay, so if, if the universe or this planet, let's say that the universe, the planet's frequency, that wavelength measurement is 7.23 centimeters. Okay, so do, 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 here it is, right? That's the third dimension because we are in a third dimensional realm, right? So I want you to imagine for a moment that if our, if our planet's consciousness wavelength is measured at 7.23, and let's just round up to 7.25 just to keep this an easy math equation. Well, imagine that us being here means that we fit somewhere in that frequency. So let's say that the average frequency is 7.25 centimeters, the, the, the wavelength of the frequency. Okay. Okay. So if we're existing on this universe, on this planet, that means that we're fitting somewhere in the spectrum where 7.2523, whatever exists. So let's just for example's sake, let's imagine that there's a, the wavelength can go anywhere from, let's say six centimeters all the way to eight. And 7.25 is almost the middle, okay? So your consciousness is somewhere in that wavelength spectrum. Do you guys follow me? So, and I'm using this as an example. It could be much a different measurement. I'm just doing this to prove a point here. So if, if we were not in the spectrum, if we were not in the spectrum of that wavelength, we would disappear we would not be on this realm. We would not be in this planet, okay? So sometimes people have thought about this, you know, 
you know, if you've ever had a loved one pass away who was truly extraordinary, a lot of people will say he was not meant for this world. Okay. You've heard sayings like this, but have you ever thought about what that could really mean from like a scientific perspective? It means that they were not on this wavelength. Okay. They were not going to be in this spectrum and this, for this example, six centimeters to eight centimeters, right? Because we're somewhere in the middle. Okay, now let's go one step further. You have a measurement. Your frequency has a measurement. Now it has to be between, you know, the, you know, somewhere around 7.23, give or take or what, because that's the median, right? That's the average wavelength of the planet. Okay, so you've got to fit somewhere in the spectrum where the average came to that. Okay, so maybe your wavelength is shorter than 7.23, which would mean that you are vibrating higher than the average person. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Let's say that your wavelength in your frequency is shorter, meaning here's 7.25, yours is shorter. And when it's shorter, that means it's going faster, right? Because it, when it's longer, a longer wavelength, your energy is slower. Dun, 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 right? If it's shorter, then it's like real fast, okay? So the faster your vibration, the higher energy or the higher frequency that you are, okay? So you're somewhere in there. So if you don't fit in the spectrum, then you're not going to exist on this realm. So think about what we've been talking about the last five episodes. We've been talking about the creating the new earth. And remember I said, I think it was in the last uh, part five that, you know, all of us ain't going to make it. <laughs> okay. So there's going to be an upgrade in frequency, which means the, the wavelength is going to get shorter, which is going to change the medium of who can be in that spectrum. Does that make sense? So now is an opportunity for us to start, instead of thinking about what our purpose is, start thinking about what is our frequency? What is our wavelength? Because we are energetic beings. We have a light body. And that light body can be measured in frequency. Okay? So let's go one step further with this example, okay? So sticking with the, you know, from six centimeters to eight centimeters and around the middle, 7.23 is the average of the wavelength, okay? So let's imagine that the eight, which is the longer wavelength, let's say that that is the beginning of the third dimension, meaning that the frequency has a measurement of the wavelength that's eight centimeters. Let's say that's when the third dimension starts. Okay. So otherwise, let's say you had a wavelength, if something had a wavelength of nine, it would not be in our, we wouldn't be able to see it or we wouldn't be able to experience it in the same way that we can experience higher dimensions. So the second dimension would be like a nine. Okay. This is just for example sake. Okay. So the second, the second, um, the second dimension is where minerals and crystals are. Okay, so anyone who has a lower vibration 
might end up being a crystal or a rock in the next life, right? We don't know. So this is, these are the types of things to start thinking about as you and your level of consciousness. Whereas let's say that your, your wavelength is a six, which is actually a higher vibration than the average person, okay? So that would mean that maybe, let's say that that person is already in the fifth dimension, okay? So now we're starting to see the spectrum where let's say eight is the beginning of the 3D. Let's say that 6.75 is the beginning of the fourth dimension. And then as we get closer to six, it starts to enter the fifth dimension. And I think I had a question on, on my YouTube channel about, you know, is the fifth dimension a place? And I responded, it's a level of consciousness. So we are, remember I gave the example last time about the, you know, going to the grocery store and we are amongst all kinds of different people with different frequencies, but their frequency still has to be in the spectrum. Otherwise, they wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be able to see them. Okay. So I hope that makes sense. So I'm kind of planting the seed here so that we are energy. We have an aura, we have a light body, and we have something called a Merkaba, which we're going to talk about. So this is where we start to really feel um, connected to the universe. Okay. We are not in this alone. We are one. And it seems that the longer the wavelength the harder, the longer the wavelength for the person, the harder it is for them to feel really connected. And I'm sure you've heard people say things like, you know, I don't feel very understood. Um, you know, they're maybe they've isolated themselves or maybe they, you know, immerse themselves in, in work, anything to kind of, because they've segregated themselves, right? They've separated themselves from, I don't belong here. Okay. So, that can happen in both realms, okay? It could come from the people with a shorter, a shorter wavelength who are like, okay, like this world is weird. I don't know how I made it here, but I'm obviously here for a reason. And they find their way to you know, share their vibration here. And then there's the people with the lower, lower vibration or the longer wavelengths who really are you know, feeling disconnected. So when we get to a place where we feel disconnected, in a way where we start to dis disconnect or we start to make decisions that are affecting the, the other people or the environment, then we are taking advantage of what this universe has really built for us. So that's why when we say we are one, the only way that we're going to get to the new earth is if we do this together. So that's why it's always going to go back to you raising your frequency because the average is going to change. It's going to get shorter. The wavelength is going to get shorter and shorter until it pushes out anybody who's not no longer part of the average. Okay. So as we go through this process of understanding our vibration, like what energy are we emitting into the atmosphere? Every day when you wake up, you have a decision to wake up on the wrong side of the bed or the right side of the bed, even if you didn't sleep good. And in fact, even if you didn't sleep good, you can ask yourself, why didn't I sleep good? You know, so we always want to be mindful of our energy.
Okay, so let's keep going here. Okay, so the story of hierarchy, supporting those who are in different wavelengths, but not so far off that they wouldn't understand. Okay, so this was my little tongue twister here. Okay, so I want to talk to you guys about this concept that I call kismet client. It's a trademark term. I've been using it for about a decade now, and it's just a really great way to understand hierarchy. Uh, and I feel like the word hierarchy gets kind of a bad rap because it's like no one's above me or what, you know, and it's not, I feel like it's been misinterpreted. So I know I talked about it briefly in another um, class, but hierarchy is necessary because it lets us know who we're here to serve. Just as there's guides and spirit, spirit guides and archangels and ain't, uh, the spirit realm supporting us, they have a job. They might, they probably don't have a light, they have a light body. They don't have a physical body. So there is beings that are in higher vibration supporting us, whether we know so or not. Okay, so I want you to just do, do me a favor. And I know we're, for those of you guys who are listening on the podcast, grab yourself a piece of paper. Okay, and on that piece of paper, let's go ahead and draw this concept of hierarchy. Okay. And I, what I'm doing is I'm just drawing a few dashes at the top, a few more dashes below those dashes, and several dashes below that, okay? So it's kind of like you're going to start seeing this like triangle, right? So as you raise your frequency, you know, it starts to feel like a little bit of a pyramid, okay? So let's say that we are on that bottom tier, and we've got our spirit guides and angels and the gods and goddesses who are supporting us, okay? They're in that next tier and they don't have a physical form. Well, they are here to support the this third dimension, the, the people that are just uh, in their spectrum of service, okay? So there's actually another hierarchy and another hierarchy above them. And the, they are the ones above them are more responsible for like the planet, the solar system, other galaxies. So as we widen or as we expand our level of consciousness, we're able to serve more entities. Okay, I'm going to call them entities because the people above our spirit guides are helping solar systems. They're not helping, you know, they're, they've got bigger missions than us. And then our spirit guides, they have their mission and they're helping a bunch of different souls down here on planet Earth. And so they're supporting us. But guess what? We're here to support. We're here to do our job in the actual hierarchy. So those are the people that I'm going to refer to as your kismic clients. OK, your kismic clients. And we're going to do astrology, you know, probably not this time or next time, but the final class, we'll be doing a, a whole thing on astrology, but your kismic client is part of you. Okay. They're not the whole part. They're, they're basically one twelfth of who you are, which I'll explain in great depth as we go through this process together over the next couple episodes. But just to kind of give you the overview of what a kismic client is, it's the people right? The freak the energies who are in your frequency, who are somewhere in your spectrum of who you're meant to serve. They're not above and they're not super low, right? They're just around your frequency. Okay. They could be a little bit higher or a little bit lower, but again, they're in your spectrum. That's why when we think about the people we're serving, 
they're not that different than us. Okay. So what, it, what was this silly little saying that I had? Okay. Supporting those who are in different wavelengths, but not so far off that they wouldn't understand. Meaning that they're not so off of our wavelength that they're like, what is this lady talking about? So it's kind of like when people are maybe listening to this episode or watching this video, some people are just going to click off. Okay. Maybe their vibration is way above mine. They're like, no, or that's so low that they're like, no, I can't do, you know, but you, whoever's watching this, you guys are in my spectrum. Okay. Otherwise you would just leave. <laughs> right. And so it's the same holds to, true with your kismet clients. Your kismet clients are in a spectrum. And if you understand your frequency, then it's going to be very easy to know who you're here to serve. Okay, so this is like hierarchy is so important. You have to understand how hierarchy works so that you understand who you're here to serve. Now, I, the way that I see purpose is about service. Okay, so you don't have to go look for your purpose. Your service is your kismet client. That is your purpose, is to be of service in uh, for the people who are in your spectrum. Okay. I have an entire academy called the Kismet Clan Academy, which we talk more about this, but the purpose of this class is to help you understand that your purpose is not outside of you. It's actually inside of you. And it's the people that you're meant to serve. It's one twelfth of your energy. Okay. One step further here, your Kismet client is a part of yourself, that one twelfth part that has, um, how do I want to say that? <sighs> Where you have not resolved a contract. The purpose of a kismet client is not only to serve them, but to help you resolve a karmic debt that you didn't resolve in the last cycle. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. Your kismic client is one twelfth of you. It's a part of you that you have not healed. It's a part of you that still has a soul contract that hasn't been fulfilled. It's a karmic debt that still hasn't been paid off. So in order for us to raise our frequency or shorten our wavelength, we have to serve them because it's healing us. It's a, it's a two-way street. It's, there's not teacher and student in this equation. It's a mutual exchange of energy. I will help you. And in turn, whether they know so or not, it's helping you. So your kismet clients are helping you to see your shadows. And when you can see, and you'll know that you're seeing your shadows when you get triggered or when you start to feel a little off, you know, like, or maybe I'm, this is too big for me. I don't know if I can do this, right? They stretch you in ways that you're not able to stretch yourself. Okay. It's kind of like, okay, it's like, let's do a silly example here. Think about soul cycle. Okay. I've never even been to soul cycle, but I've been to, you know, whatever the, but the bike class, I don't even remember the name. <laughs> you guys know I don't exercise that much. But like, okay, I know a lot about Soul Cycle, okay, because I have clients that go to Soul Cycle. And they really push you on that stationary bike. 
Well, would you push yourself that hard if you didn't go to the class? It's the same concept that you would be stretching yourself, pushing yourself to, to go further if you actually had a kismet clientele. So this is where the bright lights of, oh my gosh, my purpose is to grow, okay, is to expand my conscious. That is my purpose. So a lot of people are out there looking for their purpose. They're looking for what is my life's work? Why am I here? Your, your, your reason why you're here is to grow, period. And the way that you're going to grow and stretch yourself is to be of service to your kismet clients. So anybody who's not serving their kismet clients is not, they don't have that proper trainer, right? They don't have the, the soul cycle teacher, instructor going, hey, like push harder, <laughs> you know? So this is where it becomes vital. If you want to help to create the new earth, then you're going to need to know who your kismet client is, period. Because they're going to stretch you. They're going to make you get scared. They're going to be like, I don't want to be on video. I don't want people to see me. I don't think I can do this. I feel insecure. I don't think I know enough. All of those limiting subconscious beliefs, which is that one twelfth part of you, which is your 12th house. We're going to be talking about astrology in this course, okay? So the subconscious parts of ourselves are learned behaviors, emotions, thoughts, and miscreations, okay? And they're created from us not stepping fully into who we are. They are scapegoats. They are the part of us that says, I'll do it tomorrow. Okay. But when you have clients, you now have accountability. And that accountability is going to push you like no other. And the best example I can give you is my own. My Kismet clients, if you met me, I mean, I've had this business now for over eight years. If you met me five years ago, I was still teaching Kismet Client. I was still teaching Signature System, but my Kismet Client has evolved because I have evolved. So as you go take this path towards understanding your part in the creation of the new earth, you're going to meet your Kismet Client and they're going to stretch you and you're going to grow and you're going to release karma and you're going to heal subconscious limiting beliefs. And then you're going to change. And some of those kismet clients who serve their purpose in helping you to stretch, they maybe didn't grow as fast as you. So you might outgrow that kismet clientele into the next level of kismet clientele. Okay, so the clients I'm serving today, some of them are the same because they kept growing with me, right? And we're all growing in different ways. It's not like I'm above anybody or anything like that. We're, we're stretching ourselves in different ways. Well, there's a, a group of these people who grew with me and they're still with me today. And then there's a good chunk of them who were not in alignment anymore. They're not in my spectrum and they're no longer clients. So that kismet client is constantly evolving as we are stretching ourselves. Does this make sense? All right, let's keep going. All right, 
So the final thing we're going to talk about today is the introduction to the Merkaba, okay? So the Merkaba is a mantra, and it really represents this um, law of correspondence, as many has uh, heard, as above, so below, okay? It's a hermetic principle. It's one of the laws of the universe, but it's the way that we perceive ourselves and the universe, okay? So let's, let's talk about that. Our per perception of how we see ourselves is a piece of sacred geometry, okay? And that piece of sacred geometry is two, uh, excuse me, two triangles. And you can just draw, it's like, I think it's like the Star of David or whatever. It's basically one triangle upright and then one triangle downwards and they're on top of each other. Okay, and it represents the masculine and the feminine. And so when we are thinking of ourselves as an energetic body, right, a light body that has an aura and also has what's called a merkaba, which is this tetrahedron, tetrahedron sacred geometry shape that encompasses our body. It's usually about 50 feet out, where our aura is a little bit closer to our body, this stretches out 50 feet around us, okay? So we've got a lot of impact. So even when we are, okay, so let's say that you're at a restaurant, okay? And your Merkaba is activated. And I'm gonna sh share with you guys how to activate that today, okay? So your energy field, right? Your way of perceiving the world is based on your energetic field, right? It's based on your frequency and the whole nine yards. But when you walk, let's say you walk into a, a restaurant, okay? If your Merkaba spreads out 50 feet, you are affecting probably the whole restaurant, whether you know so or not, whether the patrons know so or not. In fact, you've probably felt people's Merkaba. When somebody walks in the room, and they've got an activation, they're, they have a presence, right? You can feel their energy and it's, it can scope a whole room, 50 feet, big, a big place, right? So this is where we really start to recognize how powerful we are. So the way that we perceive the world is how activated is our Merkaba, okay? So people that are not open-minded, meaning, meaning that they, if something challenges their beliefs, they're out, it goes against what they've normally been taught, so no, okay? So they're not very, the way that they perceive the, the universe and themselves is limited. It's small. But if you stay open-minded to the infinite perspectives that each and every soul possesses, that the information that we have readily available at our fingertips, if we just took it as another way to expand our consciousness and to activate more portals within our sacred temple or this Merkaba, we would be magicians. People talk about law of attraction and all of this all day long, but all you have to know is that you are a walking magician if you know how to activate your Merkaba. So your perception of the world and the perception of yourself, remember, your perception of yourself is going to show you your fears. It's gonna, they're gonna shine right on you, especially if you start attracting kismet clients, you're gonna be like a deer in headlights. Oh my gosh, like 
uh, I'm a little freaked out. I've never done something like that before. Okay. So this is where we start to expand and our perception of the universe expands. And we start to realize that there's infinite universes. It's not just this universe. Okay. So the activation of the Merkaba, like I said, has a masculine and a feminine component. The, the triangle that is pointing up is the masculine and the triangle that's pointing down is the feminine. Now the goal and the secret of life, here it is. The secret of life is to balance the masculine and feminine energies. That's it. If you're too masculine or too feminine, you're not going to have this, this Merkaba that's fully activated. So we can do lots of things to start recognizing when we're too in our masculine, we're too go, 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 or we're too in our feminine, you know, focusing on, you know, how we feel. Okay. We have to have a balance. Now I want to say something about balance because I feel like balance is a term that's misunderstood. Balance does not mean 50, 50. Okay. The law of rhythm, which we're not going to go into that too much in this course, it's about a balancing act, okay? I want you to think about this, the Libra scales, okay? Balance means it's going up and it's going down. It's not like this. It's not like high and low, high and low, right? Now you're on a roller coaster. Balance is that feeling of there, it's not going too far up and it's not going too far down. As soon as you recognize you're getting a little too high in the masculine, okay, great, we're going to bring the feminine back up and we're going to balance it out. And then she's going to be the, in the lead for a little bit. And then, oh, okay, we come back up and down. Okay. So this process of activating the Merkaba is one going to help you balance your masculine feminine energies. Okay. Which is going to make your Merkaba that much more potent. Okay. And when your Merkaba is potent, that's when you're going to have the greatest impact. And remember, your purpose is to be of service to your kismet clients. So you being impactful is mandatory. Okay. So the Merkaba is composed of three separate words. Mer, which means light. Ka, which means spirit. And Ba, which means body. So light, spirit, body. Every single human has a Merkaba, but not every single human has an activated Merkaba. So our goal here today is to get you to activate your Merkaba so that you can access other dimensions, okay? This podcast it's called Divine Downloads for a reason because I am receiving information from other dimensions. Even though my vibration might not be as high as the gods and goddesses, they're they're my hierarchy. They're above me giving me information. They're leading me to read this book. They're guiding me to watch this documentary. They're helping me understand what I should be teaching you know, on my podcast. Okay. So I mean, I, what the other day I got visited by Mary Magdalene. I've never been visited by Mary Magdalene. I felt like girlfriend, it's like long overdue. And she's like, I've been waiting for you. And I'm like, you have. So these are the kinds of things that happen 
when you activate your Merkaba. You start to get these downloads. So you don't ever have to go searching for your purpose. It's divinely guided. Okay? All right. So this is what we're going to do. To activate your Merkaba, all you have to do is close your eyes and you're going to meditate. Now, a lot of people already don't want to meditate. Okay? But instead, of calling it meditation, I want you to just call it the activation of your Merkaba. And all it requires is your intent and your attention. That's really the true for anything. If you learn anything about law of attraction is that your intent and your attention is really the only two ingredients here. All right. So you're going to imagine this tetrahedron, right? Those two triangles that are now third dimensional that they are encompassing your body, okay? It is the spirit realm cir circling your body 50 feet. And if you imagine it, imagine what it looks like. Maybe it has colors. Is it have vib vibrant rays coming from it? Use your imagination and imagine this tetrahedron. Now, as you start to imagine this tetrahedron around your body, I want you to now make it spin, meaning all of the molecules in that tetrahedron sacred geometry shape is now spinning because you're activating it. That's what activation is. If you think about what a chakra is, a dormant chakra is one that is not spinning. This Merkaba works the same way. We got, we got to get the energy of the Merkaba, the tetrahedron, spinning. So imagine the tetrahedron that is encompassing your body spinning, all right? Then you're going to imagine a cube that houses all of it, okay? It houses you, it houses the Merkaba, the tetrahedron, and now this cube is now around the tetrahedron and around your body, okay? The, the cube represents the physical space, okay? The Merkaba represents the spiritual, the spiritual realm. The, the cube represents the physical. So you, you are housed in the physical. Your spirit is housed in the physical. So now you are starting to realize that you are a walking magician. You are light. You are a body and you are a spirit. You have a powerful Merkaba. You have a powerful purpose. And that purpose is to be of service to your kismet clients. That's it. And being of service to your kismet clients, all that means is that you're willing to expand your consciousness. You're willing to get stretched. You're willing to have a trainer like the soul cycle teacher, someone that's going to push you. And they're not even doing it intentionally. It's just happening because you're, they're part of your spectrum. They're part of the hierarchy that is this world. All right, you guys. So hope you guys have enjoyed this uh, part six of this uh, six, uh, eight part class called Creating the New Earth.
Next steps, okay? So please share this replay with a friend. If you feel the person is in our spectrum, please share it with a friend. I'm gonna give you a private link to become a member of the Holistic Fashionista Club by joining our VIP list. Um, or you can just join me next week for part seven. All right, so to learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Club, where all of my amazing Kismet clients are hanging out, helping to create the new earth, visit holisticfashionista.com forward slash the dash club. Otherwise, I will see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll talk to you next week. Until then, stay sacred. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in to Divine Downloads. If you gained insights from this episode, I sure hope that you'll leave me a five-star review and comment. If you are looking for an extended version of a tarot reading or a mentioned course or upcoming event, you can visit holisticfashionista.com forward slash community for more information. To learn more about Holistic Fashionista and how we can assist you and your soul's brilliance, please find me on Instagram at holisticfashionista. Until next time, have a great day and stay sacred.